before we go into what you have learned um, from your reporting and from your investigation, personally for you as someone who enjoys sports, how do you feel uh, with sports returning amid those COVID-19 cases rising? Well, I mean, it's, it's hard to separate, you know, the personal sometimes from, you know, what's the smart thing to do. I mean, every sports fan wants to see it come back. Um, you know, watching what's been going on um, from a you know journalistic perspective, um, you know, as a country, we're really not handling this very well. <laughs> you know, cases are rising all over the place. Um, you know, you, you get concerned when you see a sport like football where it, it, it's, you know, college players are returning and you're seeing cases everywhere. Um, when you look at baseball, as we have as a, as a group, um, you know, from the, the time they shut things down, the plan that they put together to get back on the field actually got generally good reviews from the experts that we spoke to. You know, the question is, can you do it at all? Um, if you are going to do it, the, the plan that they have to try to keep things safe within their system Probably about as good as you're going to get. Um, you know, some people have said there should be a little more testing, you know, some more frequency, um, you know, but it, it's going to require buy-in from everybody to follow these procedures. So, you know, you, you want to see it, and uh, as, as a fan, you want to watch it. Um, but people forget that, you know, kids are returning to sports all over the country. Colleges are trying to do it, and really few people are taking the kind of precautions that they need to to be safe and then we almost apply a different standard to professional sports because there's such a spotlight on them tj quinn espn investigative reporter with us tj uh with the reporting that you've done uh, this week in regards to baseball and mlb and the localities that are really getting hammered right now like excuse me like Houston, uh, Arizona, Florida right now. Uh, is this shaping up at this point where you're going to have some real conflicts that are going to develop between local authorities and MLB in the coming weeks? Well, there, there's potential for it. You know, Texas is a really interesting case. I mean, Houston right now, um, like Phoenix, they, they've got serious problems. Um, it's not so much an issue that they can't keep ball players. Uh, you know, themselves or, you know, people who work for the team safe. And it's not like the teams are going to create some sort of issue where they put the public at risk. The real question is, is the health system in those areas so stressed that you couldn't really handle extra cases? If they're going to be, you know, getting tests at local facilities, will that be taking them from people who need them? Because right now you've got situations in Phoenix and Houston where almost all available ICU beds are taken and they're into what they call surge capacity, the, the extra that they have to bring in. So those hospitals are, are kind of at the breaking point. And you've got some places, California, for example, the three Southern California teams, those are places where when we checked yesterday, uh, more than 40% of ICU beds were in use, I think, in, for all three, San Diego, Anaheim, and L.A. Um, you know, it's, it's not as bad in Northern California. Baseball is determined to do it. I mean, they're, they're going to... They're, they're going to try to do something. And if things are bad enough in a town like Phoenix or Houston where local officials say we can't do it, baseball is going to move those teams to other ballparks so they can play there. But what we've seen repeatedly is the governor of Arizona, the governor of Texas, have both said that they want to see it. 
I think everybody wants the distraction. Um, you know, but like like we said, we actually was really our, our colleague Tisha Thompson talked to you know local people in Houston who said, "Hey, look, if this is getting bad enough, I am I am going to speak up." T.J. Quinn with us on Dickerson and Hood on ESPN Radio on the ESPN app. T.J. Um, we were talking earlier about Major League Baseball's plan versus others like NBA, NHL, college football coming up. Does baseball uh, in their plan does that? That seemed like it's it's something that's pretty solid versus other sports. Well, it's tough to compare to the NBA. The NBA is going. You know, first of all, they. I mean, they really have a very short season to to complete. You know, get through the playoffs, and the players all seem to have bought into this idea of living in a bubble, um, which of course is a Disney property. Um, I think everybody's aware of that now. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a lot easier to contain them. Baseball has an entire season to play. I mean, you know, just a part of it, but they hadn't begun. So players had said from the start they were not interested in playing in some sort of bubble where they couldn't see their families, couldn't interact, uh, which means that you're relying almost entirely on the willingness of the people who are participating to follow the guidelines, to keep social distancing, to not go out, to not go visit people. Um, and that's a tough thing to control. If, if everybody follows the procedures, then the, the system that they've come up with itself and isolating people within a ballpark, they've got them broken into tiers so that if you're a player, other on-field personnel, you're kept separate from support staff, um, from other coaches, people don't interact. They've got all these distancing guidelines right down to where you stand outside the cage when you're taking BP limiting how many bullpen catchers, you know, how many pitchers they deal with, uh, how often they exchange the baseballs. I mean, they've got it down to the, down to the stitch, but people have to follow those guidelines. So there are a bunch of places where it could break down. If, if you get a couple of players who say, ah, oh, forget it, I'm going to go out, I'm going to have a drink, you know, put themselves in a situation um, where they could be exposed, you could see it break out quickly, and then a team's got a real problem. You could also have a situation where, like we said, um, you know, a, a town says we're, we're just too strained right now to, to have baseball here, and then they got to find a way to move that team to another ballpark. So there are places for it to break down. Um, you know, but the, the plan itself is good. It's just are, are people going to, you know, live that kind of – monastery life that you need to to make it work. T.J. Quinn, investigative reporter for ESPN with us. So where, if you got some truth serum and you got to Rob Manfred or whomever, where is their biggest concern of that breakdown? Is it simply, uh, as you were just talking about with the players, or is it elsewhere where this falls apart? I think the biggest concern is the players that, um, you know, the, the rest of the staff are easier to control. Um, and you've got a, a lot of young guys with testosterone and money and, you know, there's a very strong willed people. Um, they're not accustomed to, you know, to living like, you know, a bunch of guys in boot camp, and that's their concern. Um, the, the union has also been pitching that message. The players, older players, have been pitching that message that if it's going to work, everybody has to do that. But that's the concern, is that people you know, get outside the bubble, so to speak, and an infection could quickly get through the clubhouse. Um, I mean, again, they've tried to do what they can to um, 
you know, keep people separate from each other, follow guidelines, test them frequently. Um, you know, when somebody does test positive, uh, he and anybody he's been in contact with immediately goes into quarantine and they get two tests, two different kinds of tests daily until they're symptom free. Um, you know, it's, it's, there, there, there are a lot of safety nets in this thing, but that's the problem with this virus is that, it can, you know, it can jump very quickly when somebody's asymptomatic. So at the beginning, when guys are showing up for spring training, um, you know, again, they're going to be testing them like crazy, but you, you just don't know that, you, you know, the, the testing is flawed. Um, people can transmit the disease when they're asymptomatic. Um, you know, there's, there's a lot they just can't account for. TJ, when you look at college football and the NFL, it's right around the corner. And as Chris and I have discussed, you know, there are some southern states that are are prime, ready to go. You know, uh, there's a lot, especially in the SEC. They love their college football. You can understand why. But in COVID-19, this is totally something different. Do you foresee, based on who you've talked to, do you foresee stadiums filled with fans, NFL and college football, as we get closer to the fall? Well, we have not dug as deeply into college football as we have with baseball yet. Um, But the experts we talked to said they simply cannot see how it's possible to have fans in the stands the way some ADs and coaches have have said they want and have wondered, can you even have a college football season? The problem there is nobody's running the show. These guys are just showing up. Um, Schools are taking it on themselves to set some sort of guidelines, and we're seeing – cases everywhere uh guys show up and all of a sudden you know clemson and um you know i don't want to get the wrong schools i mean but we've seen a bunch of cases where you know suddenly there's a cluster within a team and nobody really has uh, outside of just the same federal guidelines that the cdc has suggested for everybody nobody's keeping track of this so it's a lot harder to see how they can get going Baseball is going to lengths to keep guys away from each other during batting practice, right? About keeping the first base coach away from from a runner on first. You've got a game where 22 guys crash into each other on every play. So the experts we talk to say that they just have such a hard time seeing how you do it. Maybe somebody will come up with a a really good bubble. But I, I think when people started looking forward to college football, it was with the idea that the, uh, the infection rates would be dropping over the course of the summer and we'd be better in shape. Well, we're not. The rates are higher now, and they're higher in a lot of these states where football is huge. I mean, Florida, Georgia, Alabama, Mississippi, Louisiana, all of these states are having significant problems.